صوت أهل السنة والجماعة صوت مركز الصوت Ustad, it's a beautiful evening. Juma Mubarak to you and to the family. Welcome to the show. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ustad. I'm not sure what you had for supper. <laughs> <laughs> Subhanallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep the spirit alive. Ameen, ameen, ameen. And that's the beauty, Mulana, inshallah. Uh-huh. You know when you have enthusiasm in you, whatever you do, mm. inshallah, do your duty with beauty. Allah mm. Inshallah, if we can do our duty with beauty, Mulana, Allahu Akbar. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes it so much more easier for us. Mm. Allah. So you said the word, what a beautiful night. Mm. What's the description of night? Mm. Or a Mubarak day. That night is a real night. Blessed and full of Allah's mercy. Mm. If we can spend it in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And din wahi din hai. And that day is blessed by Allah. It's Mubarak. It's sacred. Mm. We use it in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mm. You chose last week's topic, family ties. Mm. I just love what Hadrat Mawlana Mufti Rahmatullah Ali wrote. Mm-hmm. And we want to start today's program with this beautiful nasihat. Mm. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, wa kafa wa salamun ala ibadihi al-ladhin as-tafa. Amma ba'du fa'awudhu billahi minash-shaytanir-rajim, bismillahir-rahmanir-rahim. Qala Allahu ta'ala fil-Qur'anil-majidi wal-Furqanil-hamid. يا أيها الذين آمنوا قوا أنفسكم وأهليكم نارا وقودها الناس والحجارة عليها ملائكة عليها ملائكة غلاظ شداد لا يعكون الله الله أكبر لا يأتون الله ما أمرهم ويفعلون ما يؤمرون يا أيها الذين كفروا لا تعتذروا اليوم إنما تجزون ما كنتم تعملون صدق الله مولانا الذين respected brothers and sisters in Islam the greatest gift that Allah can give to you and me is akhlaq haq hazrat mawlana mufti shafisa rahmatullahi in the tafsir of surah yusuf and we all know how Beautiful the Surah is Surah Yusuf. And most of the sisters who are pregnant, MashaAllah, the ulama advised them, if you want Allah to give you a beautiful, handsome child, mm. recite Surah Yusuf. It's the beauty of the Quran. Half the world's beauty Allah Ta'ala gave to Hadrat Yusuf mm. to such an extent that Zulekha was fascinated by the beauty of Hadrat Yusuf salam, and lots of talks were going around. So she said, I will show the ladies of the city that why I feel this way towards Hadrat Yusuf salam. At that time, he was not a Nabi of Allah. Mm-hmm. So she invited them and MashaAllah presented beautiful fruit and a knife to cut through. And then she asked Hadrat Yusuf salam, to make his appearance. And when Hazrat Yusuf walked across, when they saw his beauty, they were absolutely stunned. And instead of cutting the fruit, they cut their fingers. Mm. Because sometimes when you are fascinated and you just cannot believe what I'm seeing, these things happen. Yalla. But look at Hazrat Aisha, ta'ala, how beautiful. You see, this is one thing, Mulana. 
husband and wife should complement each other. You see how Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala is talking about the beauty of Huzuri Paak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the handsomeness of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. She says, Wallahi, if the ladies cut their fingers when they saw the beauty of Hadrat Yusuf alayhi salam, Wallahi, if they saw the beauty of my Habib Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, forget cutting their fingers, they would cut their heart. Allahu Akbar. <laughs> That's how beautiful. Rahmatul lil alameen. Allah Ta'ala had given beauty and husn. One Sahabi says, you know, whenever I was depressed and said, all I needed to do was to walk into Masjidun Nabawi mm. and have a beautiful glimpse of Rasulullah Park, sallallahu alayhi salatu wa salam, and wallahi, all my pain and suffering is gone. So in today's world, how do we translate that? Whenever you are depressed and sad, just mm. start reciting Duru Sharif. Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin abzala salawatik. Another Duru, Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin. Allahumma salli alayhi wa sallim wa azhib. Whatever your difficulties are, whatever your hardship is, whatever your pain is. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad. Allahumma salli alayhi wa sallim. Wa azhib huzna qalbi fid dunya wal-akhirah. So in today's time, difficult moments. So much of grief, so much of sorrow, so much of pain, so much of tears. How do you comfort yourself? Reciting durood and salam upon Rasulullah. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah will grant you blessings that you cannot even fathom. So Hadrat Mawlana Mufti Shafisa wrote something. And this is, as we said, family ties. Generally, Mawlana, when we meet each other, it's always about complaints. I'm not feeling well. I had a heart attack. This happened to me. That happened to me. We generally tend to do this. Mm. Do we really talk about the fuzzle of Allah, the gratitude of Allah, and the good things that Allah gave to you and me? Do we talk about that? No, we don't. Mm. And we all know Hazrat Yusuf salam, was the apple of Hazrat Yaqub's eyes. He loved Hadrat Yusuf And when father and son were separated for many years, for 40 years, Hadrat Yaqub cried. In the separation of Hadrat Yusuf, 40 years, he became blind. It's a long story. The Quran and Tafsir, inshallah, will explain that to you. But Hadrat Mufti Safi Sahib, rahmatullah, said, when Hadrat Yaqub and Hadrat Yusuf met, after 40 years. Can you imagine the separation? I can't be separated from my child or from my children or from my wife and my family for one hour. This is the bond Allah has kept between us, Malana. <laughs> That's how we miss our families, our, our children, our uncles and aunts and grandparents and parents. That's the muhabbat that we have. Because Allah Ta'ala has created 100 rahmat and only one Allah has kept for this dunya. The rest of it, Allah has kept His rahmat and mercy for us in the akhirah. <laughs> That's why you see the love between father and son. Go to the animal kingdom, go to insaniyat, also you'll find the love and muhabbat between mother and child. Nobody in the world can separate that. That is Allah's fazal. This is my Allah's fazal. So when Hadrat Yaqub and Hadrat Yusuf when they met, they spoke about the bounties of Allah instead of the hardships and difficulties. And that is what you and I should learn, Malara. That when we meet each other, see, try and speak about the positive things. Allah will, inshallah, strengthen your iman emotionally, mentally. Allah Ta'ala will take away your pain and suffering. Speak about the bounties of Allah. 
instead of complaining and speaking about the difficulties, because this one good quality that you speak about the bounties of Allah instead of the hardship, this is the beauty of grateful people. People who are grateful to Allah, this is one outstanding quality that they have. Whatever they go through in life, they always speak about the positive side of it. So that's one way of enhancing relationship mm. between family members, that whenever we meet each other, speak about the positive. Number two, Sheikh Saadi Rahmatullahi said something. You see, in society, Molana, again, we're talking about family ties. We're mm-hmm. talking about relationships. We're talking about interaction. Sheikh Saadi Rahmatullahi is saying this beautifully. In society, you find a lot of people who cause pain, inconvenience, suffering, and they, they are deceitful to people. We have all types of people in society. And what do they do? Mm. They love to do this, that you find a lot of people in society who cause pain. They just love to hurt people's feelings. They just love to cause in, inconveniences. They want to put spanners in your works, as you say. If they see you progressive, they'll make sure that they'll put something there, some obstacle so that you cannot move forward. We have people like that. There are such people in society, Mulana. They love to cause suffering because they've got money and they've got everything at their disposal. So they love to cause suffering. And in the end, they are deceitful. And what do they do, Mulana? May Allah protect us. Mm. Or Allah say, Mafi <coughs> And they ask Allah for forgiveness. You're giving taklif to his makhluk. To Allah's bandhas, you're giving them pain, suffering. You're causing so much of taklif in their life. Mm. And then you're saying, Allahumma kfirli. Or Allah say, maafi maante ho. No, respected brothers. Maut se pehle, apna muamla ko durush karo. Allah say, let's straighten our act. Because tomorrow morning I may be gone. Molana, you may be gone. Mm. Some of our listeners will leave this dunya. Allah knows best. So before that, let's make peace. And let's, inshallah, start and turn a new page in our life. So the beautiful ayat that Mulana has read, Ya ayyuhalladina amanu, O ankusakum. O you who believe, safeguard yourselves, wa ahlikum nara. And your family from the fire of Jahannam. So family ties is one of the most important aspects of mm. our life. Number two, as you said, Murana, we're going to open the lines. What is the key of the ignorance? Allah must protect us from ignorance. And Allah must give us ilm nafi. Allah must give us beneficial knowledge. For my case, the of the Prophet the key of ignorance is inquiry. Fas'alu ahla dhikri in kuntum if you don't know something, ask the learned and experts in that field. So the cure for ignorance is inquiry. So don't feel shy to ask questions. And the person who's being asked a question, for him it's simple. If he doesn't know the answer, all he needs to say, La Adri or Ma Adri. I don't know the answer. And nobody knows every answer. Mm. It is the sunnah of the mufassirin, muhaddisin, ulamai rabbaniyin. If they didn't know an answer, or they would say, ma adri or la adri, I don't know the answer. Inshallah, I will investigate and come back to you. But don't shoot from your hip. Some of us have this bad habit mm. that we want to answer every question and we don't know the answer. And then we give wrong answers and we lead the ummah astray. If you don't know the answer, simple, ma adri or la adri. So let's come back to the hadiths of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa If you want to foster unity in a family, it's important 
to show appreciation to each other. It's such a big ni'mat from Allah. Appreciate each other, Malana. Mm. We are siblings. Our parents are one. We come from one womb. How is this that we have so much of animosity? Because we don't know how to appreciate the bounties of Allah. So you want to foster, alhamdulillah, and maintain family ties, one of the basic principles is, inshallah, is to show appreciation. Make shukr to Allah, I have a brother. Okay. You see, Allah Ta'ala will give you three bounties only once in your lifetime, Mulana. Mm. One, Allah Ta'ala will give you youth once in your lifetime. Allah will give you beauty once in your lifetime. And Allah will give you parents once in your lifetime. Yeah, Allah. Can you imagine? Yes, in Jannah, each one of us. Yes, in this dunya, I may be old, Mulana, but old is gold, as we say. Mm-hmm. See? Some of us, mashallah, are handicapped. Some of us have a stroke. Some of us have lots of illnesses. May Allah Ta'ala grant all of them shifa, kamila, ajila. Ameen. Those of them who are going through pain and suffering, Allah Ta'ala make it easy for them. Allah Ta'ala grant them hasanat. Allah forgive their sabira, gunas. Allah give them tawfiq to make tawbah. The family members should, inshallah, recite 41 times, La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu minazwalimeen. Make dua for them. They give a lot of charity for them, inshallah, to Allah Ta'ala, to ease their pain and their taklif. To read, La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu minazwalimeen. <laughs> Show appreciation to each other. Learn the kind words. Jazakumullahu khair. Barakallahu fee. May Allah give you barakah for your kind words or for your gift or for your help. Where is these beautiful words? Jazakumullahu khaira. We normally say jazakumullah. No. You add the word khaira in the end. May Allah Ta'ala reward you beneficially. So if you want to foster good family ties, Murana, Show appreciation to each other. Appreciate each other. Compliment each other. Help each other. Support each other. Haq. Respect each other. Haq. Love each other. Number one. Number two, listen attentively. Rana, when I speak to you, I expect you to give me your 100% attention. Correct, Ustad. Hmm. You see, some of us have got so much ego and so much of pride, some of us, that when I'm talking to you, Molana, your face is turned the other way and you're giving me your back. Well said, Ustad. Hmm. This is a sign of arrogance. Morana, if it's an ordinary worker, your staff, your tea girl, or your garden boy, Morana, when he addresses you, you give him your full attention. Hmm. That's the garden boy. A sahabi came to Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. I'm just saying, this is family ties. This is akhlaq. Ya Rasulullah, this servant of mine, repeatedly makes the same mistake over and over and over again. How many times must I make him laugh? Sometimes we get frustrated with our staff, Morana. They keep making the same mistake. Mm. Well, obviously, now we're going to use the labor law, first warning, second warning, third warning, and thereafter you go. Okay? And remember, Rasulullah said, pay your staff before the sweat dries. It's very, very important. Well, if you want barakat in your rosy, especially if we are employers, inshallah, Allah Ta'ala to take your business from strength to strength. Hmm. Inshallah, take the dua of your staff. Inshallah, And then see what Allah Ta'ala gives to you and how your business flourishes. Because the dua, the silent duas for whom you are providing employment, they are hungry families. They work. They depend on that salary. Because they got to go home. They got to feed their team children. They got to look after their widowed mother. See, they have to look after so many people. Allah Park is using you as a medium to support them. Alhamdulillah. Great ni'mat from Allah. So the point what I was saying, you know, this Sahabi came to Rasulullah and asked the same question. How many times? Ya Rasulullah. said, even if he makes the mistake 70 times. In other words, over and over again, so the important thing, Mulana, 
is if you want to win respect, you have to give respect. So when someone addresses you, be fair to the person and give him your 100% attention. When you're done, inshallah, then you can say, okay, can I excuse myself? Subhanallah, take the next person. And number three, use effective communication skills. We don't know how to relate to each other. Mm. It's either F and B, it's vulgar languages, or it's slang languages. We don't even know how to speak to each other decently. Every word has to be a swear word. Why? So inshallah, we need to learn effective communication skills. Sit in the company of an alim, a learned scholar, and say, look, I have, di- I have difficulties of expressing myself to my father or to my wife or to my children. What should I do? What, what should I do differently to win the heart of my father or my mother or my wife or my children? Because maybe I'm too aggressive. Maybe I'm too much of anger in me. My approach is wrong. We learn every day from our mistakes. So use effective communication skills. Mm. And then it's beautifully said, Molana, family who prays together stays together. This is, we have become so independent, Molana, that we have no time to make salam and salam to even our parents, our children, our brothers and sisters, our uncles and aunts. We have completely forgotten them. We meet when we have to meet on Eid day or when there is a funeral. Other than that, nafsi, nafsi. And we expect to love. How is my son going to know if you are my brother, my blood brother, and you have children? How will my son know that this is my first cousin Mm. or my first this or my first that? You know, you meet with families, Molana, and when you talk to them, this is is my son. He's looking at you. About who's this? Allah. But this is my uncle, Allah ki bande. This is how, Molana, ignorant we have become or so inconsiderate that our children don't even know their uncles and aunts and their cousins. Ustad, listen, Ustad, about listen to this one, Ustad. I mean, you're touching about the children. Uh, there's a listener that uh, message and says that I just don't have time for my family because they don't have time for me as well. So why should I send my kids? Uh, it says here, yeah, why should I send my kids to my brothers and sisters and parents' house? So I don't care anymore. They can go to hell for my path. Anonymous brother, Ustad. Hmm. Well, now this is, you know, shaitani khayalat. <laughs> thinking very incorrectly. Two wrongs don't make a right. Okay. If for some reason or the other, you're not talking to your brother. Uh-huh. Your, your, your children are innocent. His children are innocent. Why do you want to, inshallah, pollute the mind of your children? Hmm. We have differences sometimes. As adults, the rightful thing for you and me to do, Marana, we are two brothers, we're not getting on. Let's try to make peace amongst ourselves. Why should this now become polluted? Because I'm not talking to you, so my wife should not talk to your wife. My children must not talk to your children. Marana, guna upon guna upon guna. Not realizing that what am I doing? Am I uniting the family or am I disuniting the family? And what precedent am I setting? What role model am I? So the brother, inshallah, should make peace with his brother. Mm. And inshallah, let the children love each other and respect each other. This world is, you know, a dunya of fitna. Time is short and we have to make peace. Would Allah first make peace with yourself and make peace with your family? before you leave this world, and it's too late. So, a family who prays together, stays together. Number two, you know, we have children at home. Family ties, as I said to you. And sometimes when there's a newborn baby in the family, now what happens here, Monana? The (laughs) other children feel neglected because all the attention is on that masoom baby. So, as parents... We need to know how to parent our kids, how to make the tarbiyat. Don't give up on family mealtimes. You may have an extra member that has come into the family, but the unity mm. of eating together. Wallahu al-Azim, Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, sahaba al-Kiram, 
when they complain to the Prophet we have meals and we eat, but we still feel hungry. So Ruri Pak said, most probably you all are eating alone. Don't eat alone. Shaitan eats with you. Ya Allah. Yes, whenever you eat, inshallah, eat with somebody. It's barakah. Call somebody. As I always said, Murana, even if you are sharing something, cut it in half and say, okay, inshallah, brother, you can have half. Or please come sit with me, share with me, inshallah. Never mind. There's khair and barakah in it. But no, each one of us take our own plate, inshallah. As Rasulullah Pak said, if a husband puts a morsel of food with love and muhabbat in the mouth of his wife, that is act of charity, sadaqah. Sahabai Kiram said, Ya Rasulullah, this is lust. I'm going to put a morsel of food in my mouth, in the mouth of my wife, but isn't this lust? Rasulullah said to them, if you put that same morsel of food in a strange woman's mouth, what will that be? Zina. So imagine the sawab Allah is giving to you. Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha. Learn to love. We talk about love when we write poems and we write books and we write sayings. Like, what muhabbat is. And you know what muhabbat is? Let's see. Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala said, you know, whenever Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is to chew a bone and leave it, I will take that same bone and put it in my mouth and the exact spot where Rasulullah put his Mubarak mouth. Rasulullah drank water from a glass. I would put my mouth in the same spot where Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam put. Subhanallah. Hmm. But you and me will say, no, get me another glass. And do you know that whatever is left over by a Muslim brother, Allah has kept shifa. If I drank a glass of water, Malana, and you want to drink the same water, and you drink it, and you feel, Alhamdulillah, this is my Muslim brother. Indeed. Alhamdulillah. It's great sawab. But you and me today, because we say, no, it's dirty, get me a new glass, I will not put my mouth in. Gee, we're going khilaf sunnah. So I'm showing you how Hadrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala, the mother of the believers, gee, how did she interact with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? So, Murana, that's being the introduction. I'm not sure if you have questions. See, and the, we have esteemed listeners. Maybe they could give us their viewpoint, Murana, and we can elaborate on that. Somebody says uh, they're listening to you right now, and it's absolutely true what Murana Salim Karim is just saying. Uh, it is haq. Uh, this listener says, Ya Ustad, uh, Mulana Salim Karim is 100% true in what he's saying, fully agree. Life is so short with all this virus, but people still got time to disagree. Uh, this one says, uh, from uh, Durban, is it ever permitted or allowed to break off ties with a family member in Islam if this person is toxic in your life? Anonymous sister, Ustad. Marana, you are not allowed to break ties. Yes, if the person's akhlaq uh. and his aqidah and his belief and his action uh. is totally khilaf shariat then it is better to abstain. Yes, you make salam and kalam, but it is not necessary to keep friendship with that person. Because... In Islam, Nabi mm. Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam warned us that when you are befriending somebody and you become friends with somebody, look for three, three qualities. Number one, is that person God-fearing? Has he got taqwa in him? Number two, when you talk to that person, does he remind you of the akhirat? In other words, do you benefit spiritually? We have so many discussions on social media, on the telephone, or when we meet and we talk. How much of that discussion is Islamic? Mm. So Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, it's very important who you, who you befriend and who you allow your children to befriend and who you allow your wives and daughters to befriend. It's very important that you choose the correct friends. So the sister asked the question, if the person is toxic, as I said, if the person's akhlaq, his behavior, his aqidah, his actions are totally contrary to sharia, 
then you need to make dua and hidayat for him and you need to abstain. But if he greets you and you greet him, you need to make salam and inshallah reply to the salam. You cannot break ties like that. And make dua of hidayat. Ya Allah, give him hidayat. See, Hadith Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala was the most closest sahabi of Rasulullah. Most amount of hadiths narrated by Hadith Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala. And who? His mother was an absolute enemy of Rasulullah. She used to make Hadid Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala cry. Mm. The harsh words that she used to use against Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the criticism. It was unbearable for Hadrat Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu to cry by Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam every day, Ya Rasulullah, I love you so much, but my mother is doing this to you. Please make dua to Allah, give a hidayat. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam one day in the majlis raised his hand and said, Allah, give hidayat to the mother of Hadrat Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala He came with tears. He was sobbing. And Rasulullah raised his hands and said, oh Allah, this is my Sahabi Hadrat Abu Huraira, radiallahu ta'ala, and hope Allah give hidayat to his mother. Allahu Nazim. Hadrat Abu Huraira, radiallahu ta'ala, goes home. He knocks at the door, the door is shut, closed. But he can hear water. Somebody is like taking a bath. Mm. And the voice says, wait outside, I'm making also. Hadrat Abu Huraira, radiallahu ta'ala, waits. See, this is also adab. Even if it's your mother's house or your father's house, your brother's house, your sister's house, you don't just walk in. You always knock, take ijazat, and if you go to somebody's house, this is what Sharia teaches you and me. This is what is akhlaq. You came to my house, Madonna, you knocked at the door the first time, no response, second time, no response, third time, no response. Take a walk and go away. But don't start picking up stones and start throwing on the roof and start banging the doors and start banging the windows trying to get attention. This is khilaf is sunnah. Three times you knock, nobody was there. You make assalamu alaikum and mm. inshallah go back because maybe the people of the house at that time are not in a position to see you. Maybe, alhamdulillah, they are resting. Maybe they are eating. Maybe it's their rest time. Maybe it's their private time. They do not want to see anybody at that time. So you need to respect that privacy. So Abu Hurira radiallahu ta'ala, his mother told him, better stand outside. He stood and waited. His mother came out. MashaAllah, she was fully dressed. And she said, better do me a favor. Can you please take me to Nabi Karim So Hadrat Abu Hurira is shocked. My mother, she wants to go by Rasulullah Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. All this while she has been swearing and criticizing my Habib sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. What happened to my mother? She says, no, better take me and go. He holds his mother's hand. He takes his mother to Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wallahi, when Hudu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saw him coming with his mother, Rasulullah stood up with joy and made her read the kalima. La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah. Can you imagine the joy for Hadrat Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala anhu? The point what I'm saying she was the lady who was slandering Rasulullah. She said the worst things to Rasulullah. But Rasulullah didn't discard her. Rasulullah made a dua to Allah, give her hidayat. So we have brothers and sisters, sometimes they're out of line. They go on khilafi sharia, they're doing haram things, they're doing wrong things. Should I condemn them and write them off? No. You and me, as long as they've got la ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah in their hearts, alhamdulillah, you never give up hope. You make dua hidayat for them. Allahu Akbar. Subhanallah. 13 minutes uh, to 10 o'clock. Uh, you are tuning and listening to um, the discussion. Uh, I'm seeing the messages are coming in, uh, uh, Honorable Ustad. Many, many uh, mothers and sisters out there want uh, tonight's uh, podcast. Somebody says here, uh, would you respect uh, Molana Salim? You speaking about family, right? I married my wife. I didn't marry her family. Am I wrong what I'm saying? Her family is not my responsibility, Molana Salim. My wife is my responsibility. She hasn't seen her parents for six years because I'm her husband and she must listen to me if she wants Janet. She only speaks to them on the phone and she only cries. 
Am I wrong what I'm doing, Mawlana Salim? Isn't Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa said, don't send her after marriage, I'm her responsibility. Anonymous brother, Ustad. Please do not misquote the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa Astaghfirullah. Number one. Number two, marriage take alam giri khushi hai. Marriage is a universal happiness. So when you marry your wife, one of the reasons for marriage is Allah Ta'ala to bring unity between two families. Why do you host the Walima, Mulana? Well, today's Zamana, there's no Walima also, Mulana, all shortcuts. We've got money to spend thousands of rands on decor and holidays and fancy things, but we haven't got money to make a simple Walima, which is the cherry on the top and the barakah of every nikah. Hakustad. Ji, and if you have a walima, it's only the elite that are invited. Sure. Ji. So one day, Molana, on a lighter note, uh-huh. there was a rich wedding taking place. So one fakir, ji, somehow the other slipped in. You know, when first of all, it is haram. If you are not invited, it is haram for you to gate crash. Some of the people do that. They pitch up at the at the wedding or at the walima. They are not invited. And like a thief, they go in, eat, and come out. It is totally haram and wrong to do this. If you are not invited, you are not invited. One. Number two, whatever is provided on the table, Marana, that is for your consumption, you have no right to start packing those things in your handbag or taking packets and taking that and going home. So these are some of the mistakes in some of the functions that we go. Those flowers that are there is not yours. It's an amanet. But you find people taking those flowers without permission. Not that is to put flowers there is any sunnah. Nothing. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the greatest sunnah of Rasulullah is walima. So the brother who is saying that I will not allow my wife to go, Allahu Akbar, said, keep your wife happy. Okay. Send her to her parents' home. And he's proud to say that for six years, he hasn't gone to see her mother. One is to talk on the phone or a video call. This video call thing came now. The telephone came now. Do you know, فرمائے کہ اپنی ماں پر ایک نظر لگانا just to look at your mother once. Allah gives you the sawab of one hajj or one umrah. Or kama kalin nabiyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And I want to deprive my wife as I said to you, Allah will give you parents once in your lifetime. Gee, yes, I understand what the brother is saying, that I didn't marry the family. No, that is correct. You didn't marry the family. But the, one of the benefits of nikah is that you want to foster muhabbat and unity. Instead of one family now, it will become 10 families. I'm not saying you must look after 10 families and you must be good to all 10 families. You don't have the time. But your immediate, your wife's immediate family, her brothers, her sisters, her parents, she has a right. So to deprive her, that's wrong. And mm. see her mother, no, 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 a great son, mm. really, brother. You should change that attitude, inshallah. Imagine if somebody tells you that you married to me, and she tells you you can't go and see your father or your mother. Gee, how would you feel? No, you mm. must have some insaniyat. Gee, don't be so cruel. Gee. You break her heart. You don't know the silent dua that she's crying for her parents. Yes, Ustad. She's longing for her parents. She hasn't seen her parents. She, what sawab Allah gives you? Allah is using you. Take her and go. What about this you going and making salam to your in-laws? See? Nobody told you to go there and suck up to them for money or anything. Just common decency. Go and greet your father-in-law and your mother-in-law. That, alhamdulillah, you have given me such a beautiful wife. See, Allah Ta'ala give you all ajari azim. Go and say some words of appreciation. You can't be at war with your in-laws all the time. There are some good qualities in them. So for the brother, my nasihat to him, please, for Allah's sake, be generous. Allow your wife, inshallah, once in a month or once in two months, inshallah, or whenever possible, inshallah, as long as you're not compromising your time, alhamdulillah, let's go and visit her parents. Mm. Let her take du'as from her parents, and inshallah, you also take du'as. Maybe Allah Ta'ala will open your doors for you also. But I mean, uh, 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 it seems maybe the brother is very, very upset. I mean, I mean, he, him quoting a hadith that Nabi Sallallahu first time I'm hearing this hadith, Ustad. No, there's no hadith to that effect, Malala. 
Maybe you can ask others Mufti Saab to verify that. No, there's no hadith to study. No hadith to that that I can, I think, to the best of my knowledge. Wallahu alam ma'adri. But I'm sure there is definitely no hadith to that effect. Because family ties is such an important thing. Hudur sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, that rahim means that the womb of the mother is so sacred. Allah ta'ala is rahim. To keep our family ties is one of the greatest form of ibadat in Islam. Allahu Akbar, ya Allah. 0847863132. I mean, Ustad, she's crying and she's on the phone. I mean, doesn't doesn't his heart melt to see his beloved wife? Come on, Ustad. I mean, I mean, I hope the brother is listening. We we're not we're not running the brother down. But I mean, come on, have, no, 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 have, we're not running him down, Molana. We're not running him down. Have a heart. Molana, get his number. We speak to him. Yes, Ustad. Yes, Ustad. Listen, listen, listen to this one, Ustad. Uh, 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 okay, let me read it out. Let me read it out. There's, there's too many. Somebody says one hour is too short for the discussion. We uh, it needs to be two hours long. All right. Uh, I don't know where is this from. Okay. Uh, this one says, um, uh, Molana, what do I do whenever I go to my mom's place? Only complains about my brother and his wife. If I say I don't want to hear, she says I don't care of her pain. What do I do? That's number one. Number two says here, uh, Honorable Molana Salim, I fell, I fell in love with my close cousin. And eventually we proposed. And uh, they said no. So this broke the family ties. So I decided to make my cousin pregnant. And eventually we got married. But now there's no happiness in both the family. Dear Molana Salim, it's five years both the families are not on speaking uh, terms. It says here, uh, because of what I did. But why did they refuse me, Molana Salim? But we both, he says, but we both are happy. We have two little daughters who start. Subhanallah, Molana. First thing, Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam guided us uh-huh. to try to marry in the family. Uh-huh. Because, Molana, I would know my cousin better than maybe an outside girl. Okay? So, Huzur sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in some of the hadiths, it's mentioned that try to marry within your family. There's khair in it and barakat. Ji. One. Number two, Huzur Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to parents, a general nasiha, mm. that if somebody comes to your door seeking your daughter's hand in nikah, and the person that has come has got akhlaq, he's got deen, he's got Islam, he's got everything, alhamdulillah, the shariat wants, it is better for those parents to accept the proposal than to reject it Otherwise, then you are going to open up the doors of fitna. And that was the fitna. He made her pregnant. That was wrong in terms of sharia. They could have been other ways. Inshallah, he could have convinced the father of the girl or his uncle or whoever it was in the family. That I, I, I feel that, mashallah, we can be life partners. Inshallah, we need your blessings. There could have been many other ways. And other family members could intervene. Ulama could have intervened. Alhamdulillah. So by taking the girl and making her pregnant, it's already starting the nikah on such a wrong footnote. Starting it on guna and masiyah. But nevertheless, Allah is the ghafoor rahim You need to make tawbah. You need to, inshallah, make peace with yourself. You need to go back to the parent of your wife and explain to them. Unfortunately, yes, I apologize for my shortcoming for my mistakes, but I loved her for the pleasure of Allah. Yes, I did it the wrong way, but I've come to ask for forgiveness. Do you have it in your heart to make us mad? Damage is done, Ustad. Damage is done. No, no, no problem. You must do now what we say. What's the right word? Damage control. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, damage control, Mulana, is to humble yourself and go and ask for mad. Go once, go twice, go thrice. If they still don't make you mad, alhamdulillah, you keep the muhabbat. If you see them, you make salam. And you keep making dua, that Allah Ta'ala give them hidayat, that their heart softens, and inshallah. Yes, mashallah, Allah Ta'ala gave you two daughters. Subhanallah. Allah what a big name. Subhanallah. The Holy Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, whoever Allah has given two daughters, and they keep a good name. Mashallah. They give them the best Islamic education. And when they reach a marriageable age, you get them married. Subhanallah. Allah shall grant you jannah. So one Sahabi said, what about three? Rasulullah gave the same answer. Uh-huh. One Sahabi said, what about one daughter? Rasulullah said, even the same thing. You are happy if Allah has given me a girl child. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Allah ta'ala gave me tawfiq that Allah bless me with daughters. I love my daughters. Uh-huh. And in the hadith it's mentioned that if the first born child is a girl, she comes with her own mercy and rahmat and risk from Allah. 
that home is very fortunate where the first child is a girl child. So subhanallah. Mm. So Mulana, this is family thing. Now, this, this dispute that we have amongst brothers or cousins or uncles and nephews, Mulana, again, it is personal revenge. Nothing to do with Islam. That's the sad part, Mulana, because we had a gift as far as business was concerned or some monetary matter or some personal matter. We take the grudges out like this by saying, I'll never give you my daughter. You can do what you want. Mm. See? No. Allah Akbar, stay alive. Give them that happiness, inshallah, Aziz. Try to resolve your differences. Gee, and the person who seeks mafi first and the one who says, I'm sorry first, in the eyes of Allah, he's maqbool, he's forgiven. Why do we want to have, have so much of hatred? Qiyamat ki din, how are you going to stand in front of Allah? Forget about it. On the Qiyamat day, how are you going to stand in front of our parents? If we, the siblings, behave like this, those parents who cried for us, Manana, they instilled such beautiful values in us. They gave us deen. They sacrificed every minute, every sin to give us deen and akhlaq. And in return, this is what we give to them. How are we going to face Allah on the day of Qiyamah? How are we going to face our parents on the day of Qiyamah, Manana? And do you know that every Friday, every Friday, Manana, a form of the hadith, that our amals are presented to our parents. Do you think our parents are happy? Manana, no father... No mother wants to see brothers and sisters fighting. They will do everything to catch up between the brothers and sisters. No father, no mother will ever want to see mm. their children fighting or being disunited. They will do anything under the sun to make sure that there's muhabbat and love prevailing in the family. Allahu Akbar Ustad, listen to this one Ustad <laughs> I don't even know whether I should read it out to you or not It says here My mother, she's evil Astaghfirullah She's got no face Astaghfirullah She's a witch Astaghfirullah She has broken our families She will burn in Jahannam I'm her only daughter Mulana Salim Only child She's sick I'm listening to you and I'm crying My two brothers has left us There's no family ties at all Because of my witch mother Inna lillahi astaghfirullah Ustad Mulana May Allah Ta'ala give this young lady hidayat mm, 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 mm. To use such derogatory terms on your mother, irrespective whatever your mother is, is totally haram and forbidden. One. Number two, if there is any differences between you and your mother, you need to go and seek forgiveness and mafi. It's very important. Allah Pak said, وَصَاحِبْهُ مَعْفِ الدُّنْيَا مَعْرُوفَ وَقَضَى رَبُّكَ أَلَّا تَعْبُدُوا إِلَّا إِيَّاهُ وَبِالْوَالِدَيْنِ إِحْسَانًا Whatever gunas your mother has made, or whatever mistakes your mother has made, she is going to be answerable to Allah for her gunas. But it does not give you the right to show disrespect to your mother. <laughs> so the sister, as you see now, she's left alone. Yeah. Her mother is now, I think her brothers are late, from what I heard, what you said, Manana. The mother is sick. She's maybe, you know, on, on a sick bed. She, she's the only daughter. No, no, this is your mother. She gave birth to you. There must have been some indifferences. We can understand, Monana. mothers and daughters have fights. It happens in the kitchen while the mother is teaching the daughter. Mm. They cold or they hit or whatever it is. Monana. It is, you know, teach people with love. And sometimes our parents used to discipline us. So we must not read it in the wrong, the wrong tense, Mulana. They mean good to us. Mulana, any bitter medicine, if the doctor says you take this medication, but it's bitter, but it will give you shifa. Or you take this injection, it's very painful, but inshallah, you'll get immediate relief. Mulana, will we do it or we won't? Hmm. Irrespective of the pain. Of course, haq, Ustad. Haq. Ustad, the, so the, likewise, the two brothers are still alive. I think uh, they have left as well. So there's no family ties there at all. So what's the, what's the solution, Ustad? What's the way forward? Well, another somebody in the family, inshallah, as I said to you, the elders of the family should try to foster peace. Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, whoever tries to make peace between two fighting brothers, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shall grant them jannah to firdaus. So some elders of the family should pick up the pieces, get the family together, try to make peace, and before the mother passes on, let them be asking for maaf to each other. Because remember, Whatever your mother is, whatever your father is, whether he's a drunkard, whether he's a thief, mm. or whether he's a wali, their du'as reaches the arsh of Allah, their du'as mustajabu dawat, 
they will pay for their gunas. But as a son, as a daughter, you have no rights to be disrespectful to your mother. Allah Akbar. Ustad, uh, time is up. A short and sweet message to all our beloved listeners who are listening to you right now. There are many, many listeners who want this podcast. Uh, somebody also says, yeah, unfortunately, when you are respectable to your in-laws, you get the kick in your backside. They don't make them the way through used to. So Ustad, time is up already, inshallah. Uh, your few words, Ustad. Ji. Walana, family rules you want? Uh-huh. Somebody said, forever we are family. Whether you like it or not, uh-huh. I will still remain your brother and I will still remain your sister. Forever we are family. You can go a million times screaming. You want to go and change your surname too. Gee, some people are so, so biased, Morana that they don't even want to take their father's surname. They go and change it. Allah's lanat is on that person because on the day of Qiyamah, Allah is going to address you by your father's name. Gee? So you have no right to go and change your, change your surname and make somebody else your father. Your biological father is the person whose name you are going to go under. One, you're talking about family rules. Learn to love. Learn to cherish. Learn to forgive. Learn to forget. Give hugs, kisses, mm. listen, and learn. Allahu Akbar. You want family love, uh-huh. family muhabbat. Number one, learn to love, learn to cherish those moments that you have with your brother and sister. You'll only realize when they are gone and you're crying for your brother and you're crying for your sister. Learn to forgive. Let go, Monana. I'm, I'm saying to people who are suffering with depression mm. and panic, let go. When you let go of all that negative energy, yes, Ustad. Allah will open your heart. And I end it with this beautiful thing. To fall in love is very easy. Uh Staying in love is a challenge. Uh And letting go is the hardest part. Allahu Akbar. <laughs> How can you let go of Allahu the love Akbar. So of your mother, your father, your brother, your Haq. sister? Mm. Yeah. To fall in love is very easy. Staying in love is a challenge and letting go is the hardest part. Sure. So may Allah Ta'ala keep us as families united. Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq to forgive each other and be good to each other and fulfill each other's rights as family members. وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين سبحان الله سبحان الله next week inshallah we will start at 8.45 to the listeners of uh, <laughs> to all the listeners of the discussion they say it's too little so we'll give you one hour and 15 minutes inshallah for our little shining stars Ustad will go from 8 o'clock till 8.45 inshallah but Ustad requesting for dua see you tomorrow inshallah on our nikah announcement inshallah Ustad Jim, I some very good tips for nikah tomorrow. Inshallah. It'll, it'll revive your nikah tomorrow, Mona. Subhanallah. You feel like you got married yesterday. Yeah, no problem. Fi amani la ustara. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Well, let me love you and leave on this beautiful. I, love, I just love Mona Salim. Wallahi. I'm going to love you and leave you. It's exactly five minutes after 10 South African time. See you guys tomorrow morning. Same time, same place on our program. As-Safina to Ilal Jannah. I will be sending out the podcast once my engineer send it out to me brother lucky from myself and all of you out there Allahumma hadina wa hadibina wa hadina sa jami'a assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh sawtu ahli sunnah wal jama'a sawtu merkazus